Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. In a moment, reaction to Congressman Kevin McCarthy's announcement that he's leaving office. But first, here's some other California stories we're following. Los Angeles County has passed a first-of-its-kind plan that's supposed to make the county less reliant on water imported from Northern California and the Colorado River. To do that, the county will focus on stormwater recycling and water conservation to save billions of gallons. The goal is to ensure that LA sources 80% of its water locally by the year 2045. Los Angeles County Supervisor Lindsay Horvath championed the plan, but acknowledges implementing it among the kaleidoscope of local water authorities will be difficult. This is no small task with 200 or more independent water districts and agencies responsible for delivering safe, clean water and resilient water for our region. In our dry region, we need to conserve every drop of water possible for beneficial reuse. Environmental groups have applauded LA County's move. In San Diego, a wrongful termination trial has started over the conduct of San Diego County's former chief medical officer, Dr. Nick Yefantidis. In the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic, Yefantidis played a key role in the county's pandemic response, but he was eventually fired from his position. The county says Yefantidis was let go for inappropriate behavior, like arranging for COVID vaccines to be given early to wealthy acquaintances and sending sexually suggestive emails to staff and a local mayor. But Yifantidis says he was suffering from bipolar disorder and that by firing him, San Diego County violated the Fair Employment and Housing Act. Recently ousted Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has announced he's stepping down from Congress by the end of the year. KVPR's Joshua Yeager reports the news was met with disappointment by some in his central California district. Ed Peasley sat on a park bench in Old Town Clovis Wednesday morning as the news trickled in. I was kind of disappointed. He probably asked himself, is it worth it? Voters like Peasley say they're frustrated with Republican infighting. And it takes the whole house to get things done, and it takes people on the other aisle to get things done, too. At least one person, though, was overjoyed to see McCarthy leave. David Giglio is one of several candidates vying for the soon-to-be-vacant seat. The Clovis businessman describes himself as an America first Republican. Kevin represents um, everything that's wrong with politics. He's he's made a lot of promises and he really hasn't delivered uh, much for for the Central Valley and for the nation. For Giglio and other Freedom Caucus supporters, McCarthy's departure is seen as an inflection point for the party. Uh, This is a big opportunity for us to break the hold that Kevin McCarthy has on national Republican politics and on state uh, Republican politics. It will be Governor Newsom's call whether to hold a special election for the seat after McCarthy officially leaves. The district could potentially remain vacant until January 2025. For the California Report, I'm Joshua Yeager in Bakersfield.
One political expert says despite his local popularity, Kevin McCarthy did little for his district in over 15 years as a U.S. representative. Mark Martinez is a political science professor at Cal State Bakersfield, which is located in McCarthy's district. Kevin has not done any grand projects in the region. Um, he does the basic constituent work that uh, that is expected. People call his office, they need social security checks fixed. Uh, people from the ag sector want something. But for the district, he really hasn't done anything of significance. Martinez says that most of the infrastructure projects that are happening in the Bakersfield area are the result of McCarthy's predecessor, Bill Thomas. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Temecula's Christian Conservative School Board President is one step closer to being recalled. Yesterday, a local PAC turned in the signatures it hopes will force a recall election. KVCR's Madison Alment reports. The recall effort has been spearheaded by one Temecula Valley PAC. It was formed before last year's school board election to oppose candidates like Joseph Komrowski and two other conservative Christians who were also elected. Jeff Pack, who's with one Temecula Valley, says they wanted to force a recall of all three. Their general behavior of them on the school board was just, we didn't think it was very representative of our community. The PAC only got enough signatures for Komrowski, who's drawn a steady stream of criticism over the last year. He called gay civil rights leader Harvey Milk a, quote, pedophile. And he started issuing red cards, like a soccer referee, to kick audience members out of meetings. Under Komrowski's leadership, the board banned critical race theory and adopted a policy to notify parents if their child is transgender. Komrowski did not respond to a request for comment. The Riverside County Registrar of Voters must certify the signatures. For the California Report, I'm Madison Ahmet. State regulators have announced the largest wage theft case in the home healthcare industry, a case that's led to workers recovering $2 million so far. KQED's labor correspondent Farida Javala Romero reports. Nearly 150 caregivers who worked at Adat Shalom Board and Care are set to receive $5.5 million total. At a live-streamed press conference at the Filipino Workers' Center in L.A., dozens of these workers were handed a huge ceremonial check. We are here because this is a day when money is actually going back to One of them was Sinagdala Limbo, who participated in the investigation. State authorities found she and other caregivers for elderly residents worked round the clock six days a week, but were paid less than $3 per hour for years. Don't let go, don't give up. Just keep on holding, just keep on fighting. You have nothing to fear if you know your rights and you are on the side of the truth. 
Back in 2018, the California Labor Commissioner's Office announced it had cited Adat Shalom and owner Angelica Rheingold for more than $7 million. But Rheingold appealed and then had to be taken to court to stop an illegal transfer of assets to avoid paying. Under the settlement, Rheingold has agreed to no longer operate a residential care business in the state. Her attorney did not immediately return a request for comment. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala Romero. And that is this edition of the California Report for Thursday, December 7th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks for listening and have a good day. Support for the California Report comes from the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, investing in creative thinkers and problem solvers who are working to ensure that people, communities, and the planet can flourish. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all, on the web at theschmidt.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.